see what happens. Always takes a few seconds for to get this over. Yeah, no worries. See, this is a, I'm not used to recording during the day, so yeah, nat, all the natural lighting is throwing off my background. Sure, you can see the cat sleeping in the window behind me. <laughs> right? No, I get you. I was up in bed. I had my desk thing on my. Well, I had my laptop stuff up. So, yeah. yeah. I think we're gonna go live here. <clears throat> I actually stayed home from. Hopefully, I my voice holds out. I actually stayed home from work yesterday. Well, I watched it. Let me rephrase that. I worked from home yesterday. There you go. All right, Thanks. we are live, folks. I'm uh, not sure who's gonna join us, but if you're out there, we are doing the um, elimination recap show here. I'm your host, Joe Today Lowry. I got Dan, the smartest man in the room, joining us right now. Uh, Dan, overall, what did you think so far of this? Uh, I'm going to call this just a glorified SmackDown show more it, than anything. This was a whole bunch of nothing you know, over in Australia. I, I said it on the 30 when we were talking about the show. I said, yeah. uh, you know, they, they came off the Royal Rumble where there was a, a dozen people that could have won it and it would have made the storylines make sense and it would have been right. believable and good. Both chamber matches, you knew going in who was going to win. You right. knew who was going to win the women's title match. You knew who was going to win the tag title match. There was really sure. nothing. I mean, it, you know, ex expectations don't necessarily mean bad, but when right. you build up a show of anything could happen, it's the chamber, but not you know what's going to happen. Right. It was kind of disappointing. Um, I was. I was pleasantly surprised too. The crowd, the the Australian crowd, is usually sure. a raucous monster. Oh yeah, they were. They I don't know if it was just the sound from the stadium, but there were pockets mm -hmm. of the show where they seemed kind of quiet. And I don't know if that was the if that was just bad oh. audio or no, what. No, no, yeah, that crowd had nothing to cheer about tonight except for Grayson Waller and Rhea Ripley. It was horrible, and and I gotta say they were really into uh, um, Tiffy. Tiffy time was big over there. And you would have thought they would have made a last-minute change or something because we're so many weeks out of WrestleMania. What's wrong with Tiffy winning the chamber this year? You know what I mean? Becky Lynch, again, Becky Lynch. I mean, how many times are they going to shove Becky Lynch in our face <laughs> when she's done it all? Isn't it time to yeah. pave the way? And, and another real strange thing was, you know, I know we're going to go through the matches, but Tiffy uh, spinning, uh, pinning Naomi before everybody got in the, uh, the match. Yeah, that was I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I kind of guessed that Naomi would be the first one eliminated. Sure. But the fact that it happened so early into the match and with a surprise roll up kind of right. cheap. Um yeah. but as far as the, the women's match goes, I thought it was I, I'm not I, I don't want to sound bad like I'm judging yeah. women's wrestling, but it was better than I thought it would be because there were some styles in there that clashed I didn't think would work well together. Right. Um, but they did. They did surprise me. Um, it, they had some good spots. There were definitely, like I said, on, like I was predicted on the 30, there were those planned spots where somebody takes a body slam and then rolls in the corner for five minutes while everyone else gets their shit in. Um, yeah. Women's matches tend to be stronger on that than the men's. Men's matches did the same thing. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's predictable. When you when you have that that WrestleMania, uh, what was it called? The press conference they did in Vegas a couple weeks yeah. ago, and, yeah. and they literally had Rhea and Becky on stage saying, "I'll sure. see you at Mania." What yeah. else is going to happen? You, yeah, you well, telegraphed it. That's when all the memes came out and said, "Did anybody tell the WWE that this is all set for uh, Mania?" Because it wasn't even announced or anything like that. Right. They're already plugging it before Chamber. I thought the women's Chamber match probably in my book. Uh, pretty much close to one of the big matches of the night. I mean, there weren't there were X amount of matches. What five total? I think uh, mm-hmm. the pre-show. Um, I think the women's did very very well. The Tiffy had the big move, the big spot of the the night with uh, jumping off the pod and all that, which was you know kind of expected. Yeah. But overall, I gave that match like a solid B. I, I agree. I said, I said my notes, I said B plus, I will yeah. say the, the one spot that impressed the shit out of me was uh, right. when it was down to three, it sure. was uh, Becky, uh, excuse me, Becky, uh, Bianca and live. And right. there was a spot where Bianca had laid them both down and she was going to yeah. do a handspring. She, yeah. oh, if you watch it, she overshot it. Yes. But, but was able to plant her arms and like adjust. The, and I think the camera angle helped that as the, well. The sheer upper body strength and balance oh, yeah. that takes to do that in the sure. mid, mid move. If she hadn't have adjusted, she would have caved Rhea's, or excuse me, caved Liz's face in with her knee. So I was, that is, right. to me, that is an impressive physical specimen to be able to do that. I, th- I, I thought the spot looked great for what they were doing. Um, the finish, the bam, bam, one, two, three, yeah, and you know, the roll up, and then the, the, the manhandle, that yeah. almost felt like, you know, Anybody that knows wrestling where the ref goes, Hey, we got to yeah, go home. We got to get out of here. Yeah. You know? I definitely um, felt it. I had a, I had a feeling I, inside of me, the fan inside of me pulled out. I said, geez, Liv Morgan has a solid chance at winning this thing. And I'm yeah. going, wow, maybe they changed it the last I, moment because obviously Tiffy time, I'm going to keep I, saying Tiffy time. It's easier. Um, <laughs> I think but, we all kind of agreed that, yeah. That, yeah. that the final two were going to be like Becky and Liv, that, like the way they've been building it. I would have loved it to see uh, Tiffy, Becky, and Liv. That would have been the, the ultimate yeah. passing of some type of torch. But again, we're stuck with Becky Lynch again. I'm not, I'm not downplaying Becky Lynch. She's a great superstar and all that. But it seems like we're on the other side of um, the four horsewomen's careers. You know, we've already seen it. They've already run their gamut. They've already won everything. It's time to move on. And I thought maybe this would have been a good chance, but, you know, yeah, I guess it, it just didn't happen. Well, I, th- I think you, happen. you were saying Becky just done everything. I think that was the whole point of this narrative yeah. is that's the one thing she hasn't done is a big one-on-one match with Rhea. Yep. So, and, and really, I mean, at the, like you said, at the point where they are in their career, this is the point sure. where Be- Becky needs to, to put Rhea over. Yep you know, to, to continue this dominant run championship. So when Rio finally does drop the belt, it means something. Um, and I do wonder, uh, if this was the original plan or would Charlotte have been in the mix somewhere if she hadn't been hurt? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think Charlotte definitely would have been in the mix with all this. If she was here, um, looking at the lineup here, I, you know, I don't know where she would fit in. I think Tiffy is the new Charlotte. I think, all the hype before Charlotte got, I think Charlotte was going to put over Tiffany at some point. Um, yeah, I could see that in this stretch, but she, obviously uh, her knee gave out Charlotte's knee and, uh, you know, she's on I, the sidelines. Uh, I, the, honestly, I honestly think, cause they, they, it seemed like at the rumble, they were building up Bianca versus Jade Cargill. Yeah. If, if they decide yeah. that Jade Cargill's not ready, I think Bianca yeah. versus Tiffy will probably be the direction they go with that. Yeah, I just I don't understand that. I mean, all right, just getting back to the overall 
pay-per-view here if you want for premium live event. <laughs> like I said at the beginning, this is nothing more to me overall looking anticlimactic all around. No surprises, no rock, no reigns. Um yeah. just nothing surprised me. I mean, you even, you said even, that. Go ahead. On our Go ahead. on our Thursday show, you said that. You said there's no way they have this event, especially with the Cole Grayson Waller effect build up. Yeah. Where, yep. where they build up this huge card and they don't have Rock and Roman show up, and they didn't. And I don't even, I don't even know if Rock and Roman were in Australia. Like I didn't no, see any pictures of them on the plane. And Undertaker was there. Nothing. They they yeah. they, they promoted his Dead Man show. Yeah, he did um, the one man. The I one just man don't show. understand why you get the WrestleMania of Australia, and they did absolutely nothing. Great fireworks display for you know Rhodes and everybody. Right. Uh, yeah, was on point. I just don't understand what why we had this event. I don't understand why they had this event, I, honestly, before think, WrestleMania. You could have done this on a Raw or SmackDown. There was no, you know, overall, when I'm looking at no no table shots until the end, which was totally blown by Rhea Ripley. I think that Samoan drop was not, supposed to put uh, Rhea not, over in that. Not even not even totally blown. If you notice, Nia didn't clear the table first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She had a strategic on a monitor that you yeah. could see that that flinch was for real. She had to strategically throw her on yeah. there, and I'm like, this is. I mean, even um, you know, 40 year old um, Corey Graves now, happy birthday, blah blah blah. Um, they couldn't even clear the desk. I'm like, this is right. nuts. Like, this is like a, and the crowd was so quiet outside it, of the Rhea Ripley. It was just borderline boring. I so think I think the crowd kind of lost because yeah, the Rhea was the home girl, but really yeah. even the home crowd that yeah. about five minutes. I don't know if she was if she was just stiff or right. gassed or what, but about yeah. five minutes into that match, Nia looked like she was wrestling in quicksand. Yeah, and I just. You know, it was, I, it was, a, it was very plotting, um, kind of boring, um, you know, and, and that's unfortunate because Brie Ripley is probably pound for pound, the best talent they have on the I, roster period. I think, we, I think we have to give kudos to whoever, whoever did the woman's makeup because, yeah. um, I know it was 77 degrees, but the humidity was close to a hundred percent there. Mm -hmm. Um, you got to give them credit. I thought for sure makeup and eyelashes and things were falling off, but they all look great no, beginning they, to yeah. the end. And 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 I I hate to say it because like I said I, I credit Rhea as a as a talent she's a phenomenal yep. wrestler yep. but you cannot ignore how good looking she is too and yep. oh, I yeah. notice uh, I don't know if it was an attire uh, intentional attire choice right. but her uh, her attire became very thongish by the end of that match. oh no I, I called it scantily clad from the beginning I knew walking out that okay that jacket comes off more revealing. I don't know what it is, and I'm going to be – I'll say it right now, the crotch shots. I, yeah. I don't understand, you know, what her outfit, why that attire is for her because Peacock, SmackDown, Raw, they can't show that element. Well, and that, yet she's out there with that speak, element. Speaking of the element, I, I made a note of that. Um, during the men's elimination chamber match, the yeah. audio cut out. Yes. While there was – while Owens and, and – uh, Audio, Owens the video were, too, the video. Oh, see, I only lost the audio. I lost, I got all black screen. On oh, that. see, uh, it was right when they started jaw jacking, and I yeah. genuinely thought, and I, now maybe it could have been a feed thing and just a coincidence, but yeah. it sounded like somebody cut this, cut the feed because yeah. they didn't want to hear, they didn't want the cameras or microphones picking up what was being said. Yeah, no, yep, that was good. I lost um, on my end. I got black screen, and I'm like, okay, what? What? I thought somebody hit the cord or something yeah. happened. I still. 
it was muffled the sound, but they got a black screen on that. And I was like, okay, what's up with that? Something's going on. If they didn't black out anything all, all night, right. there were some, you know, bullshit chants and you heard them. They didn't black those out. So I'm like, all right, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, I, I don't, totally I'm, I'm assuming it's probably the F word or something they didn't want to catch. But, um, I will say, uh, you were talking about bland. The only match that I have no complaints on whatsoever yep. was the tag title match. Best match. Um, uh, I bet that's by our two phenomenal teams clearly done and yep. bait are going places. Uh, they're, you know, they looked like a million bucks in defeat. Uh, yep. Dominic Mysterio cheating kind of made it, made it just enough where I question whether or not they would have won if it was fair. Right. Um, he got not, thrown out. The referee threw him out. Yeah. And the crowd loved it and all that. I, I thought it was great that you knew the Dominic effect was going to come in there somehow. And, and the only way they could do that was to have him introduce judgment day to get the crowd to boo and all that stuff. And the crowd, the crowd reacted pretty good to that, but 50,000 yeah. strong that spread out. It's kind of tough to, you know, it's not like SmackDown or raw where you, you can't even hear him. You can, right. you still heard him. You still heard him introduce, um, yeah. you know, Finn and Balor and Damian I, Priest, I, but I, I could, you, you I know, the boos were there. Right. I couldn't help but wonder. Cause remember when the, uh, at the Royal rumble, uh, the the stories that came out from from yeah. the dirt sheets and all was was that uh, Braun Breaker took the Brock Lesnar spot, yeah. would do in the big and then uh, Dominic Mysterio eliminating him cheesily because sure. they said the original plan was to have Lesnar against Dominic at sure. the Chamber match. Yep. Um, I, I'm curious because the card felt full and that didn't really feel dragged out except the women's title match, which was slow anyway. I'm curious right. where they would have one where they would have put that match in and two how it would have worked into the current storylines. Yeah. So I didn't. It, it you know it's a uh, How's that go? Uh, I can't miss you if you don't go away. Like I didn't, feel, <laughs> I didn't feel like like I was missing anything. You know, yeah. A lot of that match surprisingly was in the ring. Nothing outside the ring. Yeah, it was. I, I noticed that. I put my notes down. There was no outside action whatsoever. Kind of predictable. You know, the the almost finishes started right. to add up, and then you thought Pete Dunn they had it with their moves and everything. And then all of a sudden it doesn't work out. The coup de gras by uh, Finn Balor, you know, again, Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, great tag team. I really thought they'd be the next tag team champions. You know, when you, when you have a show like this, I mean, are they buried since they lost down under no pun intended intended, but you know, do we come back to the States and pretend like this loss didn't happen? They're a great tag team. I think yeah, they're I, the best tag team for men's out there right now. I'm not even sure what other men's tag teams are there besides no, they, they um, I, I the, think they the look, other boys. They, they from look like I'm New sorry, they off. They they look like a million, like I said, they look like a million bucks in defeat and, and the whole Dominic having to cheat with the pulling the foot under the rope and all. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, you knew that was you know, happening, right? Yeah, it, it made it so that I you you as fans question. You know, could right. they beat the Judgment Day clean? Um, I really think that where they're going is the Judgment Day is going to have to drop the belts at Mania to Awesome Truth. That seems like what they're what they're yeah. building up for. Yeah, yeah. And, but, and then I mean, at some point they're going to have to, <clears throat> excuse me, they're they're going to have to split the titles probably before October when when all the shows start switching networks switching again. Yeah, Netflix. Uh, Netflix. But I mean, you've got some you've got some decent tag teams. To, you know, <clears throat> hopefully Triple H and TKO take tag because Vince had been very public for years. That yeah. he had grown bored with tag team wrestling and couldn't oh, care yeah. less about he changed, it. He changed the rules and all that stuff. Yeah, with so hopefully uh, Triple H and the TKO guys actually put some serious respect back on on tag team wrestling because I've always been that's always been my favorite. So yeah, I, when I say uh, good tag teams, I mean wrestling tag teams like Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. 
they 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 wear you down. I mean, Finn Balor sold the finger thing after mm-hmm. the loss, so that could be something later on where he's like, "I want them again." Yeah. I'm sick of, you know, that's yeah. something. I know our truth, uh, awesome truth, and all that. They're you know they're the entertaining tag team, so to speak. You know right. what I mean? Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn. I've watched them since UK when they started out with WWE UK, and I said mm-hmm. these guys are good. They tell a story. They wrestle. They wear yeah. you down. You know that type of wrestling, and they've they've improved it to a style now where it's entertaining. I you mean, know, they they do the little flare ups in them, but it's still Pete Dunne stomping on your fingers, right. ripping them apart. Tyler Bate with his unbelievable off the off the ropes moves that is so yeah. uh, innovative. They need to show more of that. Uh, and- I mean, how does he do that? He goes in with his neck. <laughs> he bounces off the ropes with his neck. Well, I mean, that is like innovative in itself. He's got to wear some custom shirts or something because his neck is way too thick for how tall he is. But um, I'm glad Michael Cole mentioned because, you know, NXT UK kind of got absorbed. You know, I'm glad he mentioned that because, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Tyler Bate 19 when he won the tournament yeah, for the NXT very, UK very title? Young. Very young. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, you know, you've got you've got a great future. Two young guys. Um, I, Definitely. Not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the biggest fan of that name, the tag yeah. team name. Um, but I, I, it does seem like it'll grow on me because I respect sure. them as workers. And sure. like I said, I think once they split the titles, which they're going to have to do eventually, those guys will be fine. Right. Uh, plenty of good. I mean, the 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 you've got them. You've got the you know the Creed brothers. There, there's sure. plenty of good oh, yeah. up and coming teams that they could do stuff with. And and I'm glad to see the tag titles being treated seriously. Yeah. Uh, you know, the women's tag titles were on the pre-show. Yeah, so, the, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of that match. I mean, Indy Hartwell had to make an appearance, and this was kind of yeah, last minute. Yeah, it, it, Friday, it so. not the crowd reaction, but you knew, yeah. you knew yeah. that the as uh, with the Bailey build up against uh, against yep, her, her her old faction, you yeah. know, damage control. They, they're yeah. not. Uh, they're they're not going to drop the titles just yet. No, not yet. Not overseas like that. I think Hartwell definitely was just a feel good thing, but. Um, yeah, how can you how can you take them serious, Candice LeRae? Nothing against Candice LeRae, right. but you got some NXT people going after the Kabuki Wars. Yeah, and that was for me. Just to let you know, that was at three a.m. I've been up since three a.m., so it's uh, actually two forty-five to wake my ass up and put some coffee on. But I was going to say because yeah, you're you're uh, an hour behind on yeah, East you're, Coast you're Central Time, yeah. aren't you? And here I was, and I was actually talking to some people over in the UK during this, and they had it at like 10, 11 in the morning for them. So they they actually had a good one. Um, let's real quickly go to the Grayson Waller effect. Um, this is where I really expected something to happen. But I said on the uh, I said on Wrestling Remember and to 30 that where they place the Grayson Waller effect on the card will affect the show. And I knew once they placed this before the men's chamber match. I kind of knew nothing was going to happen. I, right. I built I build up the Rock and Roman Reigns to be there as a surprise. And then you threw in Austin Theory. And I'm like, okay, he's going to take a bump somewhere. Who's he going to take the bump from? And lo and behold, Seth Rollins declares that he's going to be medically uh, released from whatever in, you know, five this week. Yeah. But yet he goes and gives him a glorified foot stomp to Austin Theory. So right. like, okay, so obviously he's cleared. He just can't take we- a bump yet. A uh, whole okay. lot of nothing here. What do you it, think? It was a whole lot of nothing, and that surprised me when they said yeah. that that when he said I'll be clear medically cleared in a few days. Because right. if you remember, his official diagnosis was a torn MCL. Yeah, and I mean even partial tears 
Yeah. You cannot fix a torn ligament like that without surgery. And he hasn't right. had it. So to be medically, maybe it's one yeah. of those, you know, uh, like a bone bruise or a kind of condition where the doctors have said, look, you're not going to hurt it anymore. If you start wrestling, it's right. healed enough that get, you know, do your matches and then maybe he'll drop the title and uh, take a yeah. few off from he, surgery or something. They, they had mentioned now that's, you know, we are, this is wrestling and so forth and sports entertainment. So is it, was it really a torn MCL? Was it a strained MCL? We don't know for sure. We'll definitely know for sure after Mania if he drops the title and takes some time off. And right. says, I need. They do um, an injury angle or something. You know, we had the angle with him and Shinsuke about the back. He had a back issue and all that stuff. And now it's the knee issue. So I probably think Seth Rollins carrying the company for so long, or at least Raw anyways, um, he's due for some time off. I know. Yeah. I remember back last year, WrestleMania, the big news was that him and Becky Lynch were going to take some time off. Becky did because of a, a, an injury or the book writing she had to do, but Seth never took that time off. So I'm thinking, Hmm, maybe, you know, maybe there is something to this. Maybe he will yeah. drop the title and, and, and start to feel better and do whatever he has to do. You're right. I remember it. Cause he, he was off TV for, I think it was like a week. And yeah. then when he came back, he cut the promo about like, cause that was, I forget if it was the Vince thing, but I remember it was yeah. something where he basically was like, well, that was a short vacation. Yeah. Sorry, you guys needed me again. Yeah, I will we say, thought, yeah. if if they're re, if TKO is reorganizing the office, they yeah. uh, whoever approves Seth's wardrobe needs to be fired immediately because I've no yeah. I've no idea what he's going for coming right. out dressed, dressed like a, a a crazy runway mannequin like right. you know with the I, I mean it's it, it doesn't fit the the character anymore like now yeah. he's the more serious you know friend um, which that is confusing too because he's got. He's he, he's he's got like you said he's got McIntyre coming up right he's got to defend oh, yeah. the title of Mania but he doesn't seem to care about McIntyre he, he his entire character right now we've is already seen this though we've already McIntyre. seen this match it's like well, you're gonna you're gonna throw this at WrestleMania now a match I, we've already seen a hundred times I think they're 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 tweaking it because when the, the last two times he wrestled McIntyre it was yeah. face versus face now sure. McIntyre is full blown heel so mm -hmm. there's gonna be you know there's a different dynamic there but right. I think McIntyre could probably come in offended over the fact that Seth doesn't seem to care because his entire thing is i'm gonna back cody up against the rock and, yeah. and the bloodline so yeah. either he's they're building him up to turn on cody or they're building it up to where his title match with mcintyre is going to be the sub the subplot yeah now good morning baby cake she's saying good morning to us thank you very okay. much for joining us i appreciate it um okay back to the grace and waller effect i had some notes here you know the intro grace and waller then of course um they uh what do you call it? There was a shout out to the UFC fighter there. They did the shoey drink. I forget his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so they did that. I don't understand that concept too, but that's a story for another time. Uh, Seth came out first. Cody came out next. Cody got the fireworks. Um, but then during the segment, um, lots of silence. Like, I don't know if they were trying to hear what they were saying. It's tough to do segments like this. Yeah. You know, even I, back in the day when they did the Roddy Piper segments and all right. that that was more geared towards for TV and the crowd could really only listen on the, on the screen or whatever this segment. And I was talking with ben, uh, the player on this cause he's, he's unable to join us. He might chime in. He's working today. Um, this segment went wrong. Something went wrong with this segment and, and Cody kind of saved it even in silence by challenging the rock. Right. And then Seth saying, I got your back, which I Again, we're we're all talking tag team match at some point right. here. 
Um, you I know, think- it, but but the whole thing, the crowd silence was so evident during this yeah. uh, this whole show. What do you think? What do you no, think? I, I I made I made a note of it. Uh, where did I write it down? Yeah, where um, the silence seemed to be. To me, it was it yeah. was what we were talking about earlier. Is the crowd you could hear kind of a rumble, and they were you know they did the, they yeah. did Seth's music and they did Cody's music. Plus. Yeah, I think as it settled in that the Rock and Roman weren't going to come out. I think that's when the crowd started to die. That's when it went dead because then it was yeah they were Cody, expecting it. Was a Cody it. promo at that point they were expecting. It. Now yeah. see the the Aussie crowd seemed very nice. You know, a couple of yeah. bullshit chants, you know, you know, with with Tiffy being eliminated and so forth. And, you know, the Nia Jax booing and all that. Yeah. But the crowd, when they didn't get their way, they didn't get vocal about it. They just went silent, which right. is probably more uh, devastating to a WWE audience uh, that's ho- at home well, watching that's- because you turn it on and yeah. it's like this crowd's silent. You got Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins out there, two number one players in the WWE and. You get silence. Yeah, that like, was actually. Uh, I, I don't know. A random side note. I don't know if you saw uh, several former WWE wrestlers all won titles over the weekend. Sure. Um, at their at their debut. Oh matches. yeah, I saw Mustafa Ali. TNA, yeah. Yep. X okay. X division. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt Riddle won an undercard title. His match in Japan. Oh, yep. And I think you talk yeah. about silence because that's that's what the Japanese crowd does. They don't boo if they if they don't like what they see. Right. If they disagree with silence. The, right. That was pin drop silence, almost to the point of go, what Japan's equivalent of go away heat. But yeah. um, I, I think here that they lost the crowd when it became obvious that Rock and Roman weren't coming right. out, yep. and which which was not only like man, this segment's not as cool, but also like how many people were excited. Like I, I maybe not bought a ticket, but like the Rock and Roman are going to be here with Cody in the ring. The like expectation was there, especially yeah, with the and, Rock, especially with the Rock's tweet on Friday or Thursday. Right. Saying if they talk anything about me, I'll I'll smack them in the face. So that you lead to believe that he's going to be there at some point. Right. And and you get the big the big buildup and it ends with Cody hitting Austin Theory with a Cody cutter. Like that's your WrestleMania build. You yeah, know, that that's gonna make Cody look stronger going into his yeah. challenge against the rock. Like nothing against Austin Theory. I just it, yeah. it, it the segment felt it, it felt like a flat ending. And if the we whole, can, the whole, card, the whole card was flat. The well, whole card. If, if you notice too, um, where the booing and silence was, there were yeah. two of two of the eliminations in the men's chamber match yeah. were dirty. You know, now granted, no disqualification to, yeah. to quote Jim Cornette, lazy booking. But um, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you, you know, you got AJ set, uh, attacking LA Knight, so clearly that's going to be a mania setup. That, that, AJ that, in LA. That, that had this that had no significance on this chamber right. match whatsoever, except and, for eliminating LA Knight, which you knew McIntyre yeah, was yeah, going to win. Had, you had to eliminate LA Knight dirty because of how he was probably the most over person that whole weekend. That's what I'm saying. Um, uh, like this is just insane. If you're going to have a do nothing card like this, yeah. what's wrong with LA Knight winning the chamber? Because you know if you know down the line in weeks you could just eliminate LA Knight in some fashion of some storyline. My notes on this was um, Uh, not much at all. Um, Besides Logan Paul, uh, the big spear by Bobby Lashley. There he is, the cat. Yeah, sorry. She's trying to jump on the keyboard. I don't want to sign off. You got to save that. You don't want to disconnect. The big thing was obviously the spear to Logan Paul. Great stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, But overall, the AJ Styles. 
the side Bobby Lashley was not existent in this match. Yeah. Like, but, why did he make the trip? Why did he Bobby, go down there? He Bobby Lashley was very, he was very clearly the filler because that was supposed to be CM Punk in that match. Right. And they had, they, they, they didn't, they had nothing. Obviously, whoever you replace Punk with is just yep. there to be there. And yeah. He, he that was, was there it. for no reason. Yeah, I mean, Lashley I think they could have um, I'm curious though, because we all kind of thought they were going to do. Uh, LA Knight versus Logan Paul, but it seems like with with that cheap shot from Logan Paul interfering, it's looked like they're going to build Logan Paul versus Randy Orton. Which, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, are you are you going to put the you going to put the U.S. title on Randy Orton on as his last few years? Or no, I don't think that's going to come to fruition. I think this whole card um, was the disappointing factor. The whole card to me was non-existent. Like they did not expect. I'm dying to see the viewership numbers for the U.S. Yeah, uh, they might get a they might get well, they won't get a better crowd on the West Coast because I'm on I'm in the Midwest and yeah, I was up at 3 a.m. So I'm on the West yeah, Coast. It's almost like they felt that they were just it's gonna be shown as like a replay to everybody. Yeah, people how, are how just people, getting up now. Right. How many people that have, you know, uh because now you gotta be careful too, because you gotta stay off social media to risk spoiling anything. Oh, but how many people social the, media had everything? So yeah, yeah how, how many people on the West Coast are gonna sit down and have breakfast and watch it? you know, a few hours later or me, like yeah. if I, if I hadn't have gotten up, I have cats. You saw, I, I can't yeah. sleep in, but yeah. if I'd gotten up later, I maybe I'd be eating lunch and watching it, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll tell you right now, I, I know when they were over in the UK and all that stuff and they were ahead, I mean, it was breakfast time over here and, you know, I turned it on and just, you know, I didn't watch it uh, like I'm, I'm doing now. Right. Um, to me, what confused me was uh pizza hut. We had two pizza commercials get your wings and all that stuff. Now, I don't know if you had that on your end, but I had that on my feed in between the uh, matches on Peacock. And I was confused as why are they putting a food commercial out when they know everybody in the U S it's early, early in the morning. And, you know, even if you were hungry, DoorDash or whatever, pizza Hut ain't right. open right now. You know what I mean? So there, I think maybe they were uh, positioning this as a replay here in the U S where you know they're gonna get up. It was almost like it's it's gonna be if you're if you're just getting up now, everybody, and you're watching this, and, and you're watching, it's gonna be like a glorified SmackDown or Raw. So feel free to fast forward if you want, because there's really <laughs> nothing to um, talk about here. There were a couple of spots, but Triple H coming out um, just to announce fireworks galore and all that, just to announce that 52,590 people. Uh, brave the hundred degree temperatures because the sun was up yeah. at the time of the start of all this came out. He just thanked them. It was real quick. It was real brief. There was no, are you ready? There was no, there was just that it was almost, you know, I hate to sound eerie, but it was almost like Vince McMahon when he came out and said, then now and forever yeah. and walked out of the ring. And it, I'm like, what, what, what's going on? And, and when did the chief it, it, content it almost, officer title change? Did you notice that? He's no longer head of creative, like he's the chief, chief, um, COO, chief something operating yeah, they, officer, he, creative been, content operating officer. They, they've been that change, they've been uh advertising him as the COO, yeah, even during the McMahon era. He was the he was chief of operations, now he's right. chief of content because, right. um, they, they did that with the merger because Vince was the sure. executive if you remember Vince was the executive chairman of the TKO board. Yep. No, I get and, that. Yep. And so they did some shifting because yep. a TKO was real adamant about uh not 
from, from what I understand now, this is, you know, WWE was never publicly admitted that this was just based on reporting that TKO didn't want to focus on there being a content or right. creative side. Like yep. you want to present it like it's real. So you can't present it like it's a real product and then have your head writer as a title, you know? Right. And I, like I said, um, it's worrying me that they keep calling him Paul Triple H Levesque and not, um, you know, Triple H, uh, which alludes me to the fact that if and when Stephanie Levesque comes back, not McMahon, right? That, that'll be the name that they have to get rid of. Um, it's no longer Stephanie McMahon. It'll be Stephanie Levesque. That's my that's my going on this. They're doing they're pu- they're pushing the Levesque name. Yeah. Case Stephanie is brought back in some capacity, um, you know, because obviously Vince is no longer with the company, TKO and all that. We all know what's going on there. Yeah. But it seems to be that they are really promoting Triple H, Paul Levesque, the last name. Right. uh, With this. So, you know, anything could be up with that. Another nickname I have for this um, pay-per-view is uh, Perth has no girth. I mean, (laughs) it's they were dead, man. It was. I hate to say it, but all the hype, 52,000 plus, I feel bad for them. I, I don't know if they're all I, – I, I can't wait for the feedback. I know we're doing the show right after. I can't wait for the feedback from the fans. Like, did they enjoy it? You know, outside of the Cody Rhodes pop and the Rhea Ripley pop, which really wasn't a major pop. Um, Cody Rhodes, I'll give it because they love the whoa. They love doing that. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So they were down for that. I just don't see – I didn't get that – um, you know, the rock comes out, he gets the, uh, he puts his arm up and says that, you know, goosebumps and all that stuff. I didn't get that effect. You know, I mean, this was a huge event for Australia. Um, I'm sure they generated millions of dollars for Perth. They probably jumpstarted their economy down there, Western Australia. I just don't know if fans went home with that feeling of, wow, what a show. You know what I mean? Are they going home? What are they talking about? Are they talking about like how horrible the Grayson Waller effect was and stuff like that? What do you think? You know, I will say that the only one that really, uh, like you said, I, I made a note that Triple H's presentation felt very phoned in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was jet lag or legit, yeah. like, you know, he could, could care less. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, the like you said, the, there's also the, the stories have been reported that part of the reason there's several people, including former 1990s attitude writer uh, that have come in. The rock is putting pieces in place. If triple yeah. H has to step down, they've got everybody in place to just run the company without anybody from the old guard. Um, oh, I think that's coming either way uh, with whether the rocks in that position or not. I think once that Vince had to step down, um, you know, the, you know, by the time the media and we find out what's going on, they're already one step ahead. They're probably 10 steps ahead right now until the media finds out and they put the pieces in place. Yeah. Like you said, the McMahon name is probably going to be gone. They've already eliminated Brock Lesnar from TK, uh, w, T, you know, the game. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're already putting those pieces I, in place now. I did um, see a, uh, I did see a report. They said that, um, I, and again, it hasn't been released yet, so it could still change. Yeah. But apparently, they did say because the, the wrestle the the WWE 2K24 uh, part of that is the is the WrestleMania showcase where you get to play all the matches from WrestleMania oh, yeah, history. Yeah. Well, not yeah. all of them, but some of them. Right. And um, they did say that Brock, as of right now, Brock Lesnar is in the game. He's just not playable. He's going to be a, a computer opponent only because wow. I think the WrestleMania 30 with him and the Undertaker is the match they didn't want to take out. Oh, of course, right. Um, 
So back to the men's chamber match. Um, looking at it now, you know, AJ Styles comes in with the chair and, you know, the door was left open mysteriously. Do, you know, to, did, did he come in through the door? Did he come in through the open pod where yeah, they, no, they knocked he, the glass he out? He came through the door. Um, when AJ Styles came in, he came in through the door when uh, Logan Paul got eliminated. Oh, like, okay. I, thought, I thought he had come in through the open because remember they kicked the glass out of the yeah, other no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where he wrote, uh, last uh, Kevin Owens sucks and he yeah. had the ink all over him. Yeah, he when he when Logan Paul got eliminated, he never really left, so to speak. So right. that's how AJ Styles got in there. Um, same thing, um, I do believe when, um, who was it that got pinned? Kevin Owens got pinned. Or whatever, AJ um, Logan Paul didn't leave as well. The brass knuckles. Yeah. So it's like you know now 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 we're into this with the chamber. You know, do you have to have special referees at the door now to keep I mean, everybody is, out? Because this just is a the second second year in a row that Logan Paul's interfered. Because remember, he he climbed yeah. into the chamber last year and yep. used the knuckles on Seth Rollins and got right. him eliminated. Yeah. I mean, looking at that chamber match, I you know the one. I'll say feel good moment is when Logan Paul uh, pod lit up and Kevin Owens is right there waiting yeah. for him. Like right there. I, that they, that they, was they, cool. They, he didn't wait for him to come in the ring. He he wanted him in the pod to get right. in the pod so he could beat the I, shit out of him, which he did. I thought that was that was probably yeah. the best writing of the whole night for that well, match. The, the the call when he said uh, um, uh, Corey Graves said it was like two people getting in a fist fight in a phone booth. Yeah. And then there was kind of that awkward pause where yeah. him and Michael Cole were like, Half the audience probably has no idea what a phone booth is, but um, <laughs> no, I, I, I liked that. I thought they, they had a great moment um, where yeah. LA Knight was slamming Drew McIntyre's head into the pod while Kevin sure. Owens was pushing the glass to make it like double impact. Right. I thought that was a great spot. Um, there were a couple of bits uh, a commentary that I, I liked. Like I give Corey Graves credit. I think he's improved dramatically over yeah. the last few years. Maybe not having Vince in his ear has made him better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the 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 LA Knight getting eliminated by the the cheap shot. I thought that was one. The crowd didn't like that. The other thing is, I mean, you know, the LA Knight AJ Styles storyline where they're fighting over who gets to go to get get Roman. Right. Um, I I, yep. I could see. I mean, yeah, that's that's going to be the Mania match. It looks like the one on one between them. But then Logan oh, yeah. Paul attacks Randy Orton. So now you got Randy uh -huh. Orton and Logan Paul at Mania. Like that's that doesn't seem like a match that anyone was asking for. Um, but now, so, but now you've got to look at the rest of the pod because now, where do, what do you do with Kevin Owens? What do you do with Sami Zayn? What do you do with? I mean, obviously, Sami Zayn wasn't in the match. I'm just using him as an example. But yeah. you have some uh, uh, some legit star power that seem to have no direction right now. And Mania is in 42 days. So yeah, 42 days, and this was not a PLE event. Oh, I'm going to call it pay per view because that's the one. Yeah, I'm no, just like everyone. This still was not. Twitter. This was not the pay per view everybody was expecting. I want to thank everybody who's joining in. Beth Hopper's in the house. The Playmates here. Thanks for joining us. Looks like Mike Money chatted in, saying good morning. Thank you all for joining us. Um, if you are just joining us, we are recapping right after this. I did. I'm not watching the presser if there is one with Triple H. Because there's really nothing to talk about unless they mention the lawsuits, which you probably won't comment on. You are now, uh, Dan, you said you were writing down some of the stuff. I thought I had written some here. Somebody had mentioned during one of the matches, he's dead. I'm trying to think of which match that was. Corey Graves had a great line where he goes, oh, my God, he's dead. I'm assuming it's in the, um, the chamber match. I'm pissed off that I can't find the note that I wrote. But he said something to the fact that he's dead. And I thought that was like, uh, yeah, Logan's dead. 
when he went through the pod. Yeah, like, when, when, when Lashley, when La- it was when Lashley speared him through the pod. Yeah, I, I was just like, and uh, I was just like, oh my god, that's a hell of a the, statement, you know, for a guy who I, just turned forty years old today. So I will, I will say the. Um, uh, speaking of Logan Paul, one of the notes that I made that, that confused the shit out of me, I don't know if you caught it during his entrance into the into the chamber. Yeah. Uh, one of the fans was waving a um, a prime energy bottle, and Logan oh, yeah. Paul took the gum out of his mouth and stuck it to the cap of the fan's ener- uh, prime bottle. Right. And I don't know. Like To me, that just feels gross and weird. I mean, not as gross and weird as drinking out of a shoe. But, right. I mean, I get why he did that, that fighter. You, you had mentioned not knowing that's his thing. He does right. that before he enters them, you know, when he on the, oh, the okay, cage, okay. He yeah. on the wall, of the cage. Um, but there, I, that moment struck me. Like I said, there were some great spots. The, uh, the spear through the cage, I thought was yeah. great. Um, yeah. The, the, uh, where is it? But, but, uh, let's make sure I've got everything. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, uh, even though I hated the interference spot, I thought, AJ hitting the Styles Clash on the chair looked nasty. Um, yeah, with the way that the way they had the yeah. angle of the camera look good and oh, all that stuff. And or, uh, Orton when he reversed the pop up power bomb into that kind of jump yeah. down that he did before when him and Austin, uh, him and Austin, him and Owens were, yeah. were switching stunner slash yep. RKO. That yep. was a great spot. Um, uh, but let's see. Yeah, I mean there were there were some moments like I said, Owens and and Logan Paul doesn't look like that. Right. I, I, it, it doesn't seem like that should be over, but now he, he screws Orton. So is that going to be a triple threat? Like, I don't know what they're doing with that. Um, right. Yeah, no, there were definitely some moments. I the thought, match, yeah. The match I thought, quality, I, I can't complain about the match quality. It, it was WWE match. It was a yeah, WWE it, it, match. Same it, spot, same move, it, same whatever. You know, not, the, no surprises. Yeah, but it, it goes to the, a lot of the criticisms I have of, of AEW where, you know, you'll have just this last week on Dynamite, they had something like six table spots in the same show. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, or no, there's two weeks ago, excuse me, six table spot. Like every every chamber, because even Michael Cole, when he was like, Oh, the 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 fourth position, that's that's given us nine winners, which oh, yeah. one, I don't I, I don't think that you should remind everybody that you've had so many chamber matches because yep. the Royal Rumble annual tradition, WrestleMania fun, but the chamber is supposed to be special, like a steel yeah. cage. You know, when, right. when you start reminding people that you've had 25 chamber matches, yep. it, it kind of weakens it a little bit. Right. Um, but the other, the thing is, is at, I, how many times in a row now? This is the second year in a row. Logan Paul has directly interfered. This right. is the the what? What did I make? No, like sixth or seventh year in a row. They've had a spear through the pod spot. Oh yeah, you know that's good because that's the only thing you, you can know? really do through the through yeah. the pod. You know, there's no. nothing else you can do. You can't do a a side neck breaker or something right. like that because it's just not big enough. So the only thing you do is a spear. Someday they'll get innovative and somebody will go through the top of the pod, but that's made of steel anyways. But yeah, uh, statistically wise. Drew pinned Ashley, Drew pinned Knight, Orton pinned KO, Orton pinned Logan, Paul. Yep. Um, and then you have, you know, Drew and Orton last. So statistically, they both did all the pinning in this, you know, two yeah. for Drew, two for Orton. So you kind of was like, okay, so it's going to end up Drew and Orton. You know, I'll say this, that Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, no doubt is a main event match. Um, but I don't think in the chamber at their age, it was a main event match. I just think these were two guys 
that are in there to sell whatever when Drew, we already know it's Drew McIntyre. It's his time again, yeah. even though he carried the uh, WWE through the COVID years with winning the championship and he performed in front of nobody. I think he, they're going to give him his due with, the, you know, most likely win over Seth Rollins. How we get to that um, is going to be a little more tricky. I think Drew's going to have to, you know, like you said, what do we got? 42, 52 days, 42 Four, days, 42 days. All right. So 42 days out, that's a handful of raw and SmackDowns, not even. Um, so yeah, we're going to get the, we're going to get the Seth versus McIntyre again. Um, I'm hoping for to God it's some type of specialty match or something like that. Uh, I don't know. No outside interference. Something. Um, yeah, I mean, you you made the. Uh, hang on, let me let me pull it up here because I was typing some notes out. We've got um, you got 42 days. Yeah. You've got you've got Cody versus Roman. We know yeah. that. Yeah. You've got uh, Seth versus Drew McIntyre. You've got Bailey and EO. You've got yeah. Rhea and Becky. And now it looks like you've got uh, Orton in some combination with Logan Paul. You've got yeah. LA Knight and uh, AJ Styles as of last, uh, I would We've say. We've already seen that, though. We've already seen that. You yeah, know what I mean? We have on SmackDown. We've seen, we've yeah. seen LA Knight and AJ Styles. I don't get why that would be a match on, Man on Mania. Maybe on SmackDown or Raw. It was very unique that they started advertising Raw in San Jose on Monday, because you know yeah. these guys are getting on a flight right now to get over here in time. Right. They are a day ahead. Yeah. You've and also they have Glendale, Arizona on Friday in Arizona. I mean, with, with SmackDown. Yeah. And The Rock's already confirmed there. Well, so, and, and I, I think it's... You got to look at it, too, because you've got... um, Like I mentioned earlier, it seems like they're building the Judgment Day against... Uh, awesome truth and then jimmy versus jay after after the intercontinental title match you've also still got gunter you don't know what they're doing he's gonna have to have a match oh, yeah you, we got a, we got a lot of unknowns yeah. here but, yeah but i mean you've got you've got two days wrestlemania is two days it's it's less than two months away it's 42 days from now it starts you have barely enough content to fill one show yeah so i mean you've got a lot to book in the next oh, yeah. 42 we days, two days. Means, we get we get two least, days of mania right at least one or two i know they they love the road to wrestlemania moniker but at least yeah. at least two maybe three of the mania matches are going to feel rushed and thrown together right. probably at least one or two of them aren't going to make any sense yeah wow. and this show did very little to oh no inspire me to be like damn 42 oh, i can't wait let me let me start marking the calendar i said everybody just joining us thank you a lot of people chiming in matthew holland everybody carlos coming in from brazil thank you for joining us i just asked him what time it is over there um my thing is like i said i said it before dan i'm gonna keep saying it i'll probably say it all week and on the shows that we're on this was nothing more than a glorified smackdown or raw that's all it was. There were no surprises. No, I'm not going to say big spots. I mean, Logan Paul had a good spot. Um, Tiffany Stratton had a good spot. Expected spot. Let's put it like that. They were expected. Uh, Nia Jax, Rhea Ripley, the table didn't break, so they had to maneuver around the uh, the iPads or whatever, the monitors there, whatever they call them that they wipe out, so they had to maneuver around that. I mean, did you see the look on um, – Nia Jack's face when she went to do the Samoan drop on Rhea Ripley and the table didn't break. I saw a quick smile from Nia. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, great. So now they're going to have to. It's 11.28 a.m. over in Brazil. Welcome, uh, Carlos. But, you know, they, they had to reassign that spot. I, to me, I would have brawled some more to get the table cleared and possibly do a bigger spot than that. Because then again, it looked like they couldn't go off script. 
they had to get that spot in and, you know, that type of avenue. I just didn't agree with it. Um, but really speaking on the women's chamber match, I know I'm jumping all over the place here. <laughs> Liv Morgan and Tiffany Stratton, I think, were the highlights. Liv Morgan had a lot to do in that match while Bianca was off to the side before her turn came. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez, I don't know, even know why she was in there. I know she was last minute. I would have preferred to see Chelsea Green take a beating and get thrown around and get eliminated. That would have been great. That would have been better, but a more, more high profile than Raquel Gonzalez. But I have a feeling that a lot of this talent that was not there, we're going to see on raw. And speaking of raw, I, I miss Samantha Irvin tonight. I think she would have made a great ring announcer for this event with 52,000 plus there. I yeah. didn't agree with Mike Rome doing every match. I thought maybe they would offset, but no Samantha Irvin. You could tell there was no, you know, no yeah, introductions, the, and you just missed that. Yeah, you know? the, the unique inflection that she puts uh, yeah. on everybody's name. Yeah. I just, I just don't like um, – there's a lot of things I didn't like about this, but you know, then again, you know, when the pay-per-view started, I was up at 3 a.m. They're doing their predictions and all that stuff. And the Kabuki Wars come out, it was daylight. I hate that. Um, because to yeah. me, it just feels like it's like going to that matinee movie. It's not gonna be exciting, it's just a filler, it's just something to throw in there. See, this I, match, the Kabuki Warriors versus Andy Hartwell and right. Ray. I don't know what that was for. To me, I think on the inside of it was that was a match to, okay, let's get the TV views down. Let's get the spots right. Let's get the angles right. This is what it's going to be like during nighttime. So they kind of did that stuff, you know, to get everybody to get everybody ready. I just didn't agree with that match. The, you know, the Kabuki Warrior is great. Um, to me, I don't know. Who, what do you think in the women's tag team is actually going to challenge the Kabuki Wars in a serious way, not just a filler way? Honestly, I I don't know because yeah. you, you you built up, you know. There's several teams, be it the NXT overlap. Um, you, you've got some some upcoming talent. I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of throw together like a, a eight eight person, you know, four team oh, match. Like just that. To, yeah, take, just, just to yeah. kind of fill. Because you notice they love doing the multi man, multi woman matches to kind of give everybody a payday. The TV time, um, right? Yeah, to get yeah, their and, time. and Italia I, will team up with somebody and things right, like that. Right, ex yeah. exactly. Yeah, um, I mean Chelsea Green and Dewdrop are you know Piper Niven. Um, I don't see why they can't go back at it. You know, I yeah. Um, what, what was who were the other tag team champs? Can't um, Katana. The, the okay. K, I call them the yeah. KK girls. The the former champs from yeah. NXT. Uh, this is how bad the women's division is. You forget their names. Um, it's horrible. Uh, but like I said, you you get a Chelsea Green who is out there on social media. You get those kind of. I would have seen. I'd rather have seen Chelsea Green in the chamber as opposed to Raquel Gonzalez because Raquel's been out for a while. We know she had a bad skin condition there. I don't know if you've seen social media. She was hurt and really bad. Mm -hmm. She put a video out. It is great that she's back. I'm glad that she's healthy. But her being in that event made no sense because there she is beating the shit out of her old tag team partner, Liv Morgan. Right. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait a second here. These guys were tag champs. They they actually lost the belts together, you know. And uh, I'm a Liv Morgan fan. I do believe that, uh, you know, she's won the title before. She's cashed in and all that with Money in the Bank. I do believe that they're they're not using her correctly. I'd like to see her in more main event matches. 
Um, I'm glad she was in the chamber. I'm glad Tiffany Stratton was in the chamber. It is Tiffy time. I think she, <laughs> she's the next Charlotte Flair. You're going to end up hanging a picture of Tiffy next to your sky blue mama. No, I'm, uh, I liked her in your, NXT. Your I, she's, a former U, she's a former U.S. gymnastics, so she's got that athletic ability, but she definitely has that 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 it factor especially when i saw that video on instagram of her walking up, walking back from the ring some guy yelled at her you suck and she goes um i'm not kiss my ass eat my ass <laughs> she said that right to him and everybody was like that was a great comeback for that guy because that guy was all over you know it was just I got I got tremendous respect for her in that aspect, you know, even though she was in character mode. Uh, by right. the way, she has uh, been a longtime boyfriend of um, what's his name from Imperium. I'm drawing a blank on his oh, name. Uh, uh, Kaiser Wilhelm. Ki no, the I other mean, one. Ludwig Kaiser. L Ludwig Kaiser. See, yeah. I get their names when, when I'm on the air. Um, Ludwig Kaiser, their 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 boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, they've, they've, they've been together for a long time. Right. So it's like you know that's cool and all that, but. Um, she's, she's going to be the next Charlotte Flair. I think Charlotte Flair even was, uh, complimented slash hurt by that because Charlotte would say that, you know, so-and-so was my, my idol or whatever. And, you know, that idol is supposed to be the older, the elder statesman right. and Charlotte doesn't want to feel old. So I see a Tiffy versus Charlotte thing. I could see a passing in the torch later on down the line type scenario. So we're going to see a lot more Tiffany Stratton. Um, you know, whatever. Ha I think she, who'd she get eliminated by? I had it written down. Uh, Tiffy got eliminated by, did you, uh, she, she, got uh, Liv Morgan yeah, pinned Tiffy. Liv, Liv hit the, uh, hit yeah. her modified flatliner. Uh, that'd be a good match for SmackDown. You know what I mean? You're going to get these matches on SmackDown. Oh, you did this to me. You know, that's a good match on SmackDown. I yeah. believe or raw, uh, but you know, Tiffy time is on SmackDown and the fans, we're behind Tiffy. They chanted for her. They were the most alive during that match with Tiffany Stratton. And they made it known because uh, I didn't hear any more significant boos after that. They were pissed when Tiffy time got pinned by Liv Morgan in the chamber. And, yeah. you know, but uh, Raquel Gonzalez being in that match made absolutely no sense from to me so i i just don't you know i didn't yeah, agree she, with that she was the bob she was the bobby lashley i almost feel like she <laughs> was the, i mean don't get me wrong i respect her uh talent and she came back from injury she apparently was supposed to have uh, a rumble set up but they that was kind of the maybe this is the consolation prize sorry yeah. you weren't cleared in time for the rumble um but no i i think maybe she was that was the, supposed to be the charlotte spot then you know who knows yeah but um <clears throat> yeah, you you've got some build up. Um, you could always have you know Liv and and Raquel kind of make amends and then be your next challengers because they're both over. Another uh, a, a real quickly another shark who was Liv pinning Bianca. Uh, yeah, I was shocked at that. I was like, whoa, okay, what's up with that? Because I think it was right after Bianca pinned Raquel, Liv grabbed Bianca and pinned her right away. It was like that quick bang bang again. I just I was like, wow, okay, Liv Morgan's getting a real push here. I mean, that's a huge thing. Live pinning Bianca Belair. I mean, Bianca Belair is supposed to be the EST right now wait, of the women's. Wait division. a minute, hang on. I'm 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 gonna have to. If you look in the chat right now, I'm gonna call yeah. you out. You uh, we were talking about time. You you said you made your own coffee this morning. Apparently, that was a lie. Well, what's up with that? What are you talking about? I I'd be good tired. I was up at three and from matches. Make yeah. I didn't make my coffee. You, you said you said I was up making coffee. You you made you said you made your own coffee. Where at three a.m. 
<laughs> well, you said when you got up for the show, you said I had to get up oh. and make, make coffee. No, yeah, you plug it in. That's all you do. <laughs> Coffee's pre-made, brother. I do it before I go to bed. <laughs> but yep. baby cakes did get my coffee for me. <laughs> technically, I did make it the night before. Oh, okay. So we want to get okay. technical here, but technical. baby cakes, yes. Um, baby cakes did go downstairs because we were upstairs. She did give me some refills, so that was good. <laughs> but I did make technically the coffee. She plugged it in and brought it up for me. And you know, oh, okay. that's how it works. Te technically, we're, we're right. a unit. Of, we're a unit here oh. at Maple Street Studios. We're a unit here. Um, Thanks, everybody joining us. This is great. I, I assume everybody's just chiming in now because you're either waking up on this beautiful Saturday morning. Um, I've been up at 3 a.m. Dan, what time did you get up? Uh, I got up right before 5. So Okay, so it was 5 o'clock your time. So, yeah, I'm on, I'm, on, I'm in the Midwest, everybody. I'm in Iowa, so I'm an hour behind everybody on East Coast. So the pre-show that started at 4 a.m. Eastern time really started at 3 a.m. my time. So I've been up since 3 a.m. Um, I feel like that's a Matchbox 20 song, but that's 2 a.m., right? <laughs> yeah. So no, that's you, right, you were, that's you were right the first time. Mountain time, that's the uh, the time. Uh, let's get, let's real quickly, let's go back to the Women's World Championship match, Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. Um, we were talking about Rhea Ripley's outfit. I know some of these guys weren't, list, uh, weren't on yet, but Rhea Ripley's outfit, I called it scantily clad. Um, you know, they really couldn't show all of her outfit because certain pinfalls and pinfall attempts were very provocative to say the least. Yeah, you, um, you know, these shots are going to be shown on Instagram and social media down the line. Uh, what is it with Rhea Ripley in these outfits? Is there something you can that, see the difference? Uh, you can see the difference between how the camera tries to hide certain things yeah. versus your your girl in the back there. If 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 it was a cameraman for a oh, sky blue match, he, we would yeah. have had many I'm different angles. The yeah. queen of ECW. Okay, oh, talking about your your sky blue picture back oh, there. The sky blue. Yeah, that's. If, I actually put that there for Monty. He's a big fan of Sky Blue. It, it, you that's know, strictly it, it, for Monty right there. Anybody that's ever seen a Sky Blue match, the cameraman has very oh, specific yeah. instructions. So yeah. the, the if that had been that cameraman, the angles would have been much different. Well, but Sky no, Blue has always commented and say, nobody recognizes me with clothes on. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know I what think, I mean? So I think all, all, all punchlines aside, I think Rhea is doing exactly what she needs to do. She knows it, it, her, her, she's supposed to be a heel, but everyone loves her anyway. She's like one of the most, oh, she's in Australia. Right. Yeah. 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 She, she's going to dress and act and carry herself exactly like, uh, uh, I'm the best and I know it would. And that yeah. includes outfits that highlight your strengths. So I give a hundred percent credit for them oh. greenlighting her look because right. yeah, I could, I could see people, question i mean she clearly she's never gonna be able to wear that at, at a saudi show but i could see somebody in the back going "Ooh, we, do we want to put that on tv no you have to give her that look because if she came out in a in a regular singlet or in in, in a right. different kind of attire it wouldn't carry the mantra she has to have that kind of well she, she's wrestled in that kind of attire before yeah, absolutely i mean Rhea Ripley is no doubt um doing what she's doing her bra her feud with rick uh with charlotte during the COVID years, yeah. um, you know, she was kind of full, you know, she had shorts on. Well, yeah, remember she, Rhea used to wrestle in pants. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, since her judgment day and all that stuff, she's gotten bigger. She's gotten better. I've noticed and baby cakes noticed too. Well, cause we watch this very intently. She um, uh, she's lost weight in the right areas. She's not as bulky as she used to be. 
She's still muscular. Don't get me wrong. She could probably beat my ass. Um, <laughs> she is an unbelievable uh, bodybuilder. You know, she's with the weights. But I could tell her curves are more noticeable now. Like she's lost weight. She's toned down. She's not ginormous like she used to. And I'll say the same with Nia Jax. There's no doubt Nia Jax has lost a few pounds. I'm not sure if these girls are on the, Ozom the Ozempic diet or not. But you got to be careful with the Ozempic diet because you lose muscle instead of uh, instead of fat on that. So, but I, I've noticed significantly that they have toned down. They bulked up in the right areas and toned down in the in, in the right areas as well. So, yeah. Um, Rhea Ripley, very provocative outfit tonight. Very, um, <laughs> I don't know, noticeable. I mean, you know, they're gonna they're gonna look at it. Okay, where was? Um, the, the big views of the night. You know, you're going to see this all over Instagram. I'm not the only one talking about this. No, you're, you're going to see right. it all over social media. Um, you know, I was shocked at the beginning that she was slapping the shit out of Nia Jax on her boobs. I mean, she was really whacking the hell out of her. And I was shocked at that. Like, that. okay, so this is going to be the match now. They're both going to whack each other off. That didn't sound right, but nonetheless. <laughs> that sounded um, better in your head, huh? <laughs> but Nia had some good falls. She took some good bumps. Uh, she rolled around the ring pretty good. I thought so. But like I said, the table spot was weak. Um, that, you know, when she when she did the second jump on Rhea, it was an elbow drop. And I didn't know it was an elbow drop until they did the replay and said it was an elbow drop. I thought she just jumped on her to break the table to get that effect. And mm -hmm. that table spot, again, was not the reaction from the crowd. I mean, they got some booze and all that, but nowhere near the, oh, my God, she's dead type of thing. We didn't get that with this with this table spot in the whole match and the whole event was like that. So it was kind of, um, you know, I don't know. I gave it a, a, a like I said, a solid B, a solid B for that match. I thought um, every I think everybody in that match, Rhea Ripley and Ijax, they both came out and did what they had to do. And I'm shocked that Nia got the Nia got the loss. I think Nia was supposed to be somewhat involved in WrestleMania whether or not she will be or not, because this whole six week buildup of annihilating everybody and then telling Becky that I have Rhea at mania, like, okay, but you got a pay-per-view to go through first. Right. But let's, let's fast forward. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch. Becky is not built like she used to be. Right. She's very slim down. Now I don't see how this match could be marketable. Um, in that aspect, I know it's the man versus Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's on a run right now. That I I don't know. Is this a passing in the torch match? I, you think I, at Mania? Honestly, I I think she I think Rhea goes over the same way she did with Charlotte. Becky's got nothing left to prove. Not you know, right. she, and and Becky wouldn't suffer the loss. What yep. surprised me with the Nia Jax loss was how clean it was. Yes, you had the table yeah. spot. Rhea goes. I expected some kind of you know exposed turnbuckle gone wrong, something that gives Nia an out. But mm -hmm. Rhea just muscled her. One, two, you know, that, yeah. that that shoulder spot in the corner when she slammed her face, uh, yeah. kicking out of the bonsai drop. Yeah. You know, I, it, it was the right outcome. Rhea, Rhea should have won that match. I agree. But Real quickly on that bonsai spot, she really went down on her. She, she really Nia has a bad habit of doing that. She's yeah, but she exactly didn't. She wasn't it. out towards the pelvic area where there's more of a of a. A drop. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Nia, Nia, Nia lands on the sternum. She goes like almost on her on her thighs. She usually lands on that, and the camera angle shows that it's a big deal. But that camera angle they shown, 
I'm assuming that spot was planned. She really jumped on her chest. She landed on her chest there like she went down. And I was like, okay, that was a real uh, she's not kicking out type thing. And boom, she did kick out. And I'm like, okay, so definitely Rhea Ripley is going to win this match after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So uh, real quickly, I know everybody's uh, chiming in. Uh, real quickly, everybody in the chats here, just tell us. Give us a grade overall on the pay-per-view, A to, a to F. I'm, I'm so far, I think I got a B all the way across the line here. The men's match, totally expected. Drew McIntyre with the win. Obviously, the Kabuki Wars in the pre-show, uh, they got the win. Women's Chamber, of course, Becky gets the win. I think the big surprise again, Tiffy time. I'm going to keep saying it. Tiffy time, Tiffy time, Tiffy time. Um, the Grayson Waller effect, let's get back to that real quick. Dead, dead, dead. Um, very uh, anticlimactic and very a lot to do about nothing. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, like I said, I, my, my grade for the show was a B as well. Um, B plus if you're in a good mood. Uh, right. But yeah, the Grayson Waller effect felt flat to me just in the sake of it, nothing. Okay, the, Cody's mad at The Rock. That is, right. We knew that already. Nothing yeah. new came from that segment. Right. And and the fact that you you're, this is the road to WrestleMania, this is your last big show before Mania, sure. and you don't have The Rock and Roman come out really felt like a wasted opportunity. Right. And it just I, I did of, too. Yeah. I did too. And that, and that, I think the rock and Roman not coming out, not even making the trip for that matter, uh, totally downplayed the Grayson Waller effect. Uh, looking back on it now, as we keep talking about it, it was strictly for the Australian audience for Grayson Waller. Cause if you notice when Austin theory got the, the big stomp from Seth, he just kind of, you know, Cody looked at him and he just sat back on the ropes. He wanted nothing to do with it because if he got involved, it totally downplays his Australian popularity. Yeah. So, you know, I now I'm looking back on him. We're talking about, I think definitely he is, um, it was just, the Grayson Waller effect was just that. It was just for Grayson Waller and that's it. He could have had anybody else on that show tonight and it wouldn't have mattered. They wouldn't have got the same reaction. The crowd, the crowd was disappointed when The Rock and Roman didn't come out. It didn't have to be the Grayson Waller effect either. That yeah. could have been, you know, Cody cutting a promo in the ring yeah. with Byron Saxon. That's all they the had microphone. to do. Yeah, they could have done that and got a better uh, response. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't need to decorate the ring. And I kind of knew when they started showing Austin Theory, I knew he was in Australia because he, he had a uh, an altercation with a reporter there on Thursday uh, when they got there, and he had to be separated. I don't know if that was a work or whatever, but there was uh, a lot of scuttlebutt about that. It made the papers down there. Because uh, they, they got called out about if, if wrestling's real or fake. Again, uh, uh, I don't know if that was on the heels of the David Schultz slap with John Stossel that we talked about last night, 39 years ago. That happened, by the way, if you're watching. I know a lot of guys in the chat did. Um, B minus. Baby Cakes called it a B minus is because the crowd went silent a few times. I hate that. Yeah, when you're watching these pay-per-views, I'm still going to call it a pay-per-view. When you're watching these pay-per-views, yes, when the crowd goes silent, it affects the viewership at home because you're like, what happened? And uh, on the on the um, other side of that, Dan, did you notice that when something was going on in the ring, the crowd was cheering for something that was, I don't know if it was a delayed thing with WWE and their, and their viewers and the way they were uh, doing the, the pay-per-view. But I, I felt like somebody was coming out, like, oh, someone's coming in the it, ring. Like it, during a match, not during the AJ Styles or, or the Logan Paul thing. I'm talking about like, I think it was during the uh, Pete Dunn, uh, Tyler Bate Judgment Day match. They're in the ring and all of a sudden the crowd cheers. 
like for no reason or go, oh, they were, yeah, it, something it almost, like was going to come out and I thought something was going to happen. It almost seemed like they, uh, uh, like, you know, the old, the old adage with the beach ball or the crowd, yeah. somebody in the crowd getting into a fight. There was at least one moment where the crowd was noticeably cheering yeah. or, or distracted by something that wasn't happening in the ring. Right. And I'm wondering if it was like, you, like you said, it was a, you know, it had to have been something, obviously not interference, but I'm wondering if it was like a beach ball or, or just, yeah, you know, sometimes I'm saying, I thought somebody was going to come out. Yeah. Sometimes you've seen it before the crowd will get, oh, yeah. I don't want to say bored, but the crowd gets bored. I've heard chants for like, you know, let's go peanut guy and, and yeah. soda man. And, and obviously oh, like Montreal the day after all, things like that. They got yeah. their own, they got their own thing going on. You know what I mean? So it wouldn't even matter until something matters. And I think that's what happened here. Um, talking with Stewie over in the UK, I don't know if you know Stewie's wrestling podcast. I don't know if you hear that, Dan, but, um, Stewie's a great guy. I talked to him during this thing and, uh, he was like so adamant that they, they need a WrestleMania or a big thing back over at Wembley again, because that crowd is more ecstatic than the Aussie crowd. Yeah. And I've noticed the Aussie crowd, their chants are loud, but short, you know, we want so-and-so and that's it. It doesn't go on forever. Um, Seth Rollins, again, had to tell the crowd how to sing his song because they were out of sync uh, when he came on the Grayson Waller effect. It was weird. I know it's 52,000, but most crowds know how to do that, so to speak. I think the Australia crowd was definitely different. Um, You know, I'm not watching the post-press match that usually happens afterwards. I usually watch that, but... Tonight, there was no reason for me to. Oh, yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing happened. Nothing happened. I, Triple H is going to come out. Attention. Triple H is going to come out and say the same thing. We had a great crowd tonight. We broke X amount of records. We broke it. Of course, you broke records. You haven't been to Australia in years. So, yeah, you're going to break the attendance record. You're going to pay the, you know, you're going to say you generated this amount of money for the economy or whatever. You know, he's going to say all the things that he's supposed to say because he's a businessman, so to speak. Right. And that's it. And he'll take a couple of questions. Do you think what's going to happen next? He's not going to give nothing away. My thing, my question for him, A, would have been, what about the Ashley Mazzaro? Uh, thing because Stephanie McMahon was called out on that show by um, Ashley Mazzaro's so-called best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie McMahon was in the room when Ashley Mazzaro was talking about the uh, legend, the rape that occurred back in 2007 during this deposition. Uh, sh- she's not named in that, but they, you know, the best friend said that Ashley said that, um, you know, that's a big thing that hit the internet this week. Of course, the lawsuit thing, he's just going to say, we're going to concentrate on the positives. But the questions that need to be asked by Triple H at this point is, um, if I was there, I'd be like, were you disappointed with the crowd um, response? You know, because they're there to entertain. He even said, you know, if we're here because of you. Thank you. He thanked the crowd, 52,000. I go, yeah, they should thank us because we're watching on TV. We pay for Peacock. The crowd probably paid an X amount of dollars to get in there. To get in there. Of course, he's going to thank you, but you know, what's next? You know, I feel like there's just something missing in this pay-per-view that didn't say, because even when Rhea Ripley won, I'm waiting for that next contender to come out and Mm -hmm. say, I want a piece of you or whatever. Or Becky Lynch could have came out and said, okay, here's your matchup for WrestleMania. You know what I mean? We didn't get that. We got her celebrating with her parents half naked with her mother and father in the front row and all that stuff. And and that's great. That's a feel-good moment. Again, Another glorified SmackDown is what I'm calling this this premium live event because 
honestly, I didn't I didn't get the vibe that this was a premium live event, except for the fact that it was on Peacock, and um, I got less commercials than I would on Raw and SmackDown. You know what I mean? What do you yeah. think, Dan? I you nailed it on the head, uh, hit the nail on the head there. Like I said, B show, um, B grade. Yep. Uh, while I I get the chamber has to be <clears throat> a pay per view, uh, it didn't have as big of oomph feel. And I think it was even worse because this was the go home pay-per-view before WrestleMania. This should have been a show where they pulled out all the stops and everybody is online talking. Oh my God, I cannot wait for mania now. And I've seen a single word of that from anybody. Yeah. People in the chats, Joe Myers. Yep. She, she was surprised that triple H or Paul Levesque came out just for a couple of minutes to announce the 52,000 strong. And that was it. There was nothing else said. I think he felt this. I think he knew he's smart enough to know that this crowd wasn't into it and it wasn't fun. Um, what else we got here? B minus again. Yep. I thought Nia was going to smash Ripley through the table for sure. Yep. Clean finish. I didn't get it. Rhea looks amazing. Uh, the match gave us crowd chance. My whole, my whole, my whole, but no other spot got that. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, Crowd not into it. When the crowd's not into it, Dan, it makes a huge difference because it's almost like you're watching back to the COVID days when, you know, there was just silence. You know, I know the WWE probably could have chimed in the audience better or made their own crowd sound effects. But I honestly feel that they expected this crowd to be hot on fire from start to finish. And they weren't, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you read? You reading anything good? <laughs> I mean, um, I'm I'm laughing at the at the my whole chant because you know oh, yeah. That's, yeah. The, it's 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 funny that that's one that one little blip, a few mm-hmm. second clip will be Nia's defining you know career yeah. moment. And that was from a few years ago too. My whole my <laughs> my, my my whole. I just don't you know. Look, you know, as we talk about it now, we're we're about an hour off of uh, what happened at the ending. I'm just disappointed, really. Not for the fact that I got up at 3 a.m. to study this pay-per-view. I'm just overall disappointed that that they they would put a premium live event like this, not only for the U.S. fans at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Eastern time, but the fans in Australia were watching on TV as well. So, you know, outside of the 52,000 people that were there, you had X amount of people. I don't know what the numbers are. We'll get those later on. Um just they had to have been disappointed for what they saw. And mm-hmm. I think the number one reason and I'm going to say it again is because the rock and Roman didn't show up because you had Seth and Cody fly over. Why couldn't you have the rock and Roman fly over? Uh, this to me sounds like they've, they already gave up on their premium live event for some reason. Maybe it's because in Australia, maybe it's the time zone. Uh, maybe they did this on purpose. I don't know, but you spend all this money to put on this show and I'll take a page out of Vince McMahon's um, book. You always leave the fans going home happy. Yeah, Rhea Ripley won. That was the yeah. main event. But I think that was just strictly to just to appease the Australian audience. But they knew in the back of their minds they didn't get their money's worth. They wanted the Rock and Roman Reigns there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, especially some of the crowd shots. There yeah. were some seriously 
awkward view. I mean, the chamber is hard to watch live sure. anyway. Right. But there were some obstructive. Imagine paying a few thousand dollars for a, a half obstructed ticket. And that's the card you get. Like, like I said, my, my thing is, I'm not going to say it was a bad show. I, I no, it wasn't a bad show. I don't even think it was better than like, like you said, I, I would say it's better than your average raw, but nothing, nothing zero about this show made me go, Holy shit. I yeah. absolutely have. I wish mania was tomorrow. Right. You know? Yes. Okay. Becky and Rhea. I, eh, I mean, Drew, Drew and Seth is going to be great. Cause honestly, I'm thinking Drew wins the title. And then when CM Punk comes back healthy, he goes after Drew and that's a well, feud that, I'd love to that, see. That's a, that's a great synopsis, but um, again, been there, done that. Been there, done that. Yeah, this Re reverse Becky. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing the reverse Becky. It's two big names. Don't get me wrong, but athletic wise, size wise, I mean, really, you know that Rhea Ripley in any real context outside of the WWE, if they if these two were fighting in the cage at a UFC match, Rhea Ripley would just tear the living hell out of Becky Lynch. We know that, and I know on the WWE side. It's more or less, you know, the man versus Rhea Ripley. I just don't see the physical matchup. Rhea Ripley is just too big of an athlete compared to Becky Lynch. Yeah. What do you think about that? No, I I, I agree. Um, especially, like I said, post post baby Becky is yeah. noticeably smaller. I mean, she's more oh, yeah. fit, but she is she is noticeably smaller. It's um, that Ozempic diet, man. I'm telling you, they're all on it. it they're all on it. it. Now, I, I give her I give her credit for that. I, I will say, yeah. um, you know, I, but I, you also have to say the same thing. I mean, Seth Rollins is by no means. Uh, an unfit man he could right. kick my ass he's definitely issue. but you put him in the ring with drew mcintyre and drew mcintyre looks like he's gonna rip seth rollins in half and beat him to death with his own yeah. legs like yeah. you know but i mean this is unfortunately this will be the third time that they've had the title match um now granted it's first time it's full heel drew so that might be different yeah. but i i just, I just I, don't not, see like, it, yeah. i'm not this this pay per view didn't overly excite me to go to Mania. I I have a gut yeah. feeling I'm going to leave Monday Night Raw uh, here in two days more excited for Mania than I am right now. Yeah, I think I think that's the case because you said 42 days. Um, okay, so look, we're looking at March, uh, two shows a week, two, four, six, eight. That's eight shows to build up. Um, two nights of WrestleMania, by the way, April 1st and April 2nd. I don't, I mean, if I bought tickets to WrestleMania right now, I'd be scratching my head because I'd, be, I'd give up on day on night one. I don't see where night one's going unless they throw, because we saw it in the Grayson Waller effect, Cody, Seth versus Rock and Roman on the first night. Unless they throw that match in there on day one before the Cody Reigns match, I'd be excited for that. If yeah, I got I, tickets to WrestleMania now on day one, I'd, I'd be kind of disappointed. Seth versus McIntyre. I'm not saying it's going to be a bad match. We've seen it before. WrestleMania is supposed to be the, the you know, the, the glorified event of the year. It's the beginning and ending of storylines, so to speak, because a lot of storylines end at WrestleMania mm -hmm. when storylines begin. And we're going to see none of that. Night one, we're going to see B-plus matches, tops. Unless something historic happens, when Triple H said it last week, Perth is going to change the course of WrestleMania. We, I think we went off course. I think, I think we hit a, a rest stop uh, with the Australian pay per view. That's what I honestly feel that feel that happened. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see how day one 
night one at WrestleMania is going to do anything um, that night. What do you think? Night day one, I, night one. I mean, it really depends on how they build it up. But honestly, night one, the main event's going to be either Rollins and McIntyre. Yeah, uh, it's going it to really I think the main event of night one should be Bailey and EO. She won the Rumble. She should be a main event, not middle of the card match that people kind of bury. Um, but I personally, at this point, yeah. night one is going to be the Rock and Roman or yeah. excuse me, the, the Rock and Cody. And only if Cody wins, does he get Roman night two? kind of right. like they did with Daniel Bryan and Triple H. You know, I still think I still think that Mike Tyson WrestleMania 14 is in effect here. I think the rock on night two will help Cody Rhodes win. They've been in it all along since that hug when Cody stepped aside and said, you know, the, you know, someone wants to, my advisor, my consult, whatever he called it, uh, my consultant, I forget what he said. He said, my, the, the guy he's been getting advice from, and then the rock comes out and they hug and Cody leaves. And yeah. then, you know, the next week we got the smack, you know, and all that stuff. I think that's all planned. I think it's reminiscent of Stone Cold and Mike Tyson, you know, uh, Mike Tyson sides with um, um, DX all the way. I was there in Boston when Tyson knocked out uh, Shawn Michaels after the match. I was there when Tyson jumped in the ring and counted the three first for Stone Cold and he ripped off his shirt and he had the Austin 316 on there. I just think this is the Rock's way. It's a glorified way. I also think if they do a tag team match on night one, it something's gonna uh, um, go to that effect uh, where Cody and the Rock are in cahoots, and it's gonna make the bloodline thing twice. But another main event that I think night one could possibly be is Jimmy versus Jey Uso. That has the potential to tell a story, so to speak, on night one. I just if I bought a ticket to WrestleMania, of course I'm gonna go to both nights, but. Night one is not going to be that I got to get there on time type thing. I got to get in my seat before the first match. I just don't, I'm not seeing the excitement for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I, I think, I mean, honestly, at this point, th I think they throw every cent they have to bring Austin and have him get involved. You know, right. the rock selling one, especially evil heel rocks. They'll have him sell one last stunner, right. but really night two, Cody Roman, Oh yeah, that's that's the match everybody wants. That's yeah. the big one. Um, I, I'm curious to see what they do with Gunter. I'm sure he'll have a phenomenal match with whoever they put him in the ring with, because um, that was apparently the, the original plan was supposed to be Gunter and Lesnar. Um, yeah, I, I think it, um, it's somebody else now. Who's um, I forget who it is. Um, they also said Ludwig Kaiser might make a turn and he'd fight him, but I don't see that happening in in four weeks. Yeah, that, I don't that's know. Too I, quick. That is way I, I too think, quick. I think they've got enough in place to make a decent weekend, but now's like I said, oh, now's, they do. The yeah, point, they do. now's the point where you've you've barely got there's no story got half a day booked permanently. You got 42 days to book probably another seven, eight, nine matches, plus the the, the pre-show is usually two hours. But um, you have I don't even know, but you you have no storylines though. Well, well I, I don't no even know if they've I don't even know if they've if they are going to do the battle royals this year, the Andre and and women's battle royal matches. Well, that's usually for who's not in the in the event. Uh, yeah, that's the filler that. for whoever's left. Um, but and, and I mean, if we remember people like uh, uh, Cesaro Baron, and Big Gorman. Show and Matt Hardy, all the Baron Corbin was the, the inaugural winner. Baron Corbin, <clears throat> I remember that. 
he, he beat John Moxley, threw him over the top rope to win the the inaugural Andre the Giant Battle Royal some years back. The uh, uh, everybody that's been that's won those, like I said, uh, Corbin Cesaro, uh, Big Show when when he when he beat Mizdow, um, yeah. you know it, it, they've never it's gone nowhere. It's meant nothing. Women's women's same same thing. It's the filler for it's the biggest star that's not on the card. You, you also, you also got to you also got to fill in the factor of uh, NXT talent coming over to to play a role, even though they have the pay per view that day, yeah. um, somewhere in Dallas or whatever it is that they have. Uh, they'll have their pay-per-view during the day. And, you know, you know, Braun Breaker now is on Raw, right? Is it Raw or SmackDown? You signed with SmackDown. Braun um, Breaker's on SmackDown, yes, sir. So, and he's a tag champion with Barry Corbin. That, that storyline's messed up to me now because if he's with SmackDown, where are you? That could be the storyline for NXT, whether he leaves NXT. I don't know, but... Well, he I, had I, his uh, he had his debut match last night. Right. He's he's on SmackDown, but he's the NXT tag champ with Baron Corbin. So I really have no idea where that storyline is going to go. I mean, is he going to do double duty? Yeah, it's kind of fit, impossible depending on where SmackDown is every week. That's a different story for another time. I get it. But, you know, Braun Breaker will be in there. What I'm trying to get at outside the bloodline and, um, you know, Cody and all that and Seth Rollins, there's no storylines. Right. You have you now have four weeks. Four weeks, including this Friday and this Monday, I'll, I'll say, yeah, I'll say five weeks. So that's four episodes apiece to build up storylines that are going to get people to tune in to night one or to WrestleMania besides the bloodline. We know we got the rock coming up on Friday in Glendale, Arizona. What about Monday night? Who's going to show up Monday night? I've yet to see Roman Reigns come on Monday night raw during this whole, this whole sequence I think they need to build up Monday Night Raw as well because uh, I don't know if you know this. Raw had some good viewership last week. Uh, they should capitalize on that. They had, I think they had the highest demo and the highest. I think they almost hit two million. I think they were over at two million at another point. Um, so you got to capitalize on that, especially with WrestleMania season. They got to do something with that. Uh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me, Matt Hall. NXT Stand and Deliver. Yep, that's the name of it. Oh, good call. Uh, yeah, in Philly. Excuse me. I said Dallas. I had. AT&T Stadium on the mind. I was going to uh, say there. everything, the the Hall of Fame, which is another one. I haven't seen any Hall of Fame inductions yet. Um, oh, I, I mentioned that last night. I mentioned yeah, that every, last night. Yeah. Everything that, that they're, they're doing for WrestleMania weekends all in Philly. So Yeah, I, I, I honestly, when, now that we're talking about it, they're going to shove everything down our throat real quick. They're going to put us in a tizzy because you're going to have so many boom, boom, boom. Like you said, Gunther. Who's going to fight Gunther? Yeah, you, you, have, you have 40... Hang on, let me pull it up. You have 42 days. Yeah. 42 days. You have to uh, book the Intercontinental title match, yep. the United States title match, yep. the unified tag title match, the yep. women's tag title match. Right. The uh, You have two, possibly two battle royals, question mark, all yep. Hall of Fame inductions, uh, secondary storylines involving Jimmy, Jay, Sammy, Kevin, uh, et cetera, numerous talent that should be on the card. Uh, so I, I made a note. You have four title matches, eight, about seven to ten regular matches, yeah. and all your Hall of Fame inductions. You have to build these storylines and book all these matches, and you have 42 days to do it. You okay. are going to have some busy, busy TV programming, and I would not be surprised yeah. if there's some WrestleMania matches that bleed over into getting booked through NXT, like Braun Breaker, you know, or somebody getting involved in an NXT angle, because you're just going to run out of Raw and SmackDown TV time. I'm just counting. I do apologize. It's uh, 10. If I go six and seven, there's mania. 
So you got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve shows between Raw and SmackDown. I'm not counting NXT. Uh, twelve shows. That's six and six apiece. Three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown each week. Do the math on that. Um, so they're going to be shoving storylines down our throat. Some storylines aren't even built. Let's take Gunther, for example. He's going to have to build that storyline up, whoever he faces there. I forget who it was that was supposed to be a really good competitor for Gunther. Jeez, I, I had it on my head. Um, some Somebody who would be a good, good um, matchup for him. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm at a I'm at a standstill here because his pay-per-view is not what we thought it was gonna be. You know, yeah. I um, you know, I was gonna come on this show and say, oh my god, I can't believe the rock and Roman Reigns showed up, or or I can't believe somebody else showed up and says, I'm gonna get you. Christ, I would have loved to see Conor McGregor answer the call from uh right. last week's smack uh, raw and so forth. You know, I just don't understand the mentality here. I think WWE used this as a measuring stick for their Australia audience, what they could do, what they can't do, and really did nothing to build up WrestleMania. Um, it's great that we saw all the WrestleMania commercials going to Philadelphia, which leads me to believe that they might not be sold out yet, right? I don't think we have a sellout yet. I, you know, I'm, it depends on how they, how they set the arena up. They may have tacked yeah. on some more tickets. Yeah, I, I want to say, what, 40,000, 50 is the max at Philly with the way that's set up? I don't know uh, if they've I, sold out yet because we would we would have well, heard it by now. MetLife Met Stadium, it's a football field. If you put the ring in the middle, you could probably cram 90,000 people into that building. You mean uh, Philly? We're in Philly. Yeah. Oh, you I said MetLife. I'm sorry. I meant you uh, scared Lincoln. me for a second. Like, is Lincoln. it in New York again? Lincoln. No, no, no. I I, I said Charlotte MetLife. I meant, I meant Lincoln Financial. Yeah. Charlotte gonna show up in a helicopter again at MetLife? No. Um. Yeah, it's at Philly. I want to say it was forty thousand tops they can get in there with the arena. I mean, with the way they set it up with the ring, the ring's obviously going to be well. I'll say the forty-yard line, according, according to, to uh, according to the official numbers. Yeah, if you if for a football game, Lincoln yeah. Financial can fit sixty-seven thousand five hundred ninety-four. Okay, so that's so a if you game. put a ring in there, you probably tack on another twenty thousand fans. You're probably pushing you know fifteen 80, twenty thousand. You're probably 80, pushing in 80, 80 plus. Yeah, you know? I don't think they're near that number yet. They want to get to that number, but they they're not there yet because we're still. If they were at that number, we Michael Cole would be shoving it down our throat that it's sold out and you can't get tickets. I think right now they're pushing. Well, we saw a bunch of um, Philadelphia commercials, WrestleMania, all that stuff. Now there was um, a big story out this week that Sylvester Stallone was going to come on um, and do some do something at WrestleMania, but now I'm seeing uh, online that there's some scheduling conflict, so that might not happen. Um, I, I really think that, you know, WrestleMania is that, that show of shows. It's a Super Bowl of sports entertainment, so to speak. You can do all those cliches. It's a showcase of the immortals. Um, we still don't have that entertainment factor. Who's singing the national anthem? Who's, who's going to show up? You know, we first had Sylvester Stallone that was possibly going to make it. Now he's not, you know, now they're saying he has a scheduling conflict. You're in the city of brotherly love. That would have been a great, great thing. I mean, at this point, you might as well get um, what's his name, Dolph Lundgren, to get over there, you know. But he didn't fight in Philly. He fought over on the West Coast, and he he beat Apollo Creed, and Apollo <laughs> Creed passed away a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, um, Kyle Weathers, rest in peace. But you know, we are at you know six weeks out. Technically, you have Easter in in, in on that as well. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know where to go here from here. This pay-per-view again, was not what I thought it was going to be. The matches were good. I'm not going to say they were bad. There were no high profile spots. There were a couple of good bumps, Logan Paul, notably Tiffany Stratton, Mm -hmm. but they were expected spots. Um, I was really expecting Logan Paul to pull off the, the, the master of something, whether it was going off the top of the chamber, just something crazy, but we didn't get that. Um, I don't know why Logan Paul, we now, we kind of know why now he was in there, but there was no reason for a U.S. champion to be in an elimination chamber match where the winner is going to face the champion at Royal at, at WrestleMania at Seth Rollins. There was no reason for it to begin with. Um, I get that he's in it now when you got AJ Styles coming in. I think some storylines are going to be built off that. But again, we've been there. We've done that. You know, I, I just Seth and Drew, we've been there. We've done that. And the other one is if they do LA Knight and AJ Styles. I mean, that was all over SmackDown last year. We've been there. We've done that. Um, how many times are they going to go to the well? You know what I mean? They go into the well one too many times. Yes, that is a Gorilla Monsoon reference. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? <clears throat> I I completely agree uh, for the most part. I mean, I, I think they could still pull a rabbit out. I, this wouldn't be the first time I've said I'm not sure about the yeah. booking for mania and then enjoyed mania weekend. So, right. you know, sure. they could do it, but yeah, not, like I said, I, I really can't stress enough that this, this show did so little to make me yeah. salivate to the thought of what's going to come next. Yeah. I got nothing there. I got nothing for it. Except it overall be, be uh and that's just strictly on the match level. I think all the matches were good. They weren't, off the wall or Jesus Christ moments and all that stuff. I, I yeah. didn't get that. Like you said, you didn't get that shit. I got to watch WrestleMania now. Maybe they knew because it was six weeks out. I don't know. A measuring stick for the Australia audience. Uh, I think that's what it was for. I'm, I'm guessing at this point, um, more storylines obviously need to be made, which will be made. Um, some, st- I don't, I don't know. I don't know where to go. I will tune in a raw cause I do the raw recap on Tuesday mornings. Mm-hmm. I will tune in. I hope to see some type of surprise. I hope to see something. Um, I think we're going to get more Bailey EO on Raw. I think we're going to see more of that now. Um, we're going to have the um, damage control storyline because that video came out, what, yesterday? Or I don't know if it was SmackDown or whatever. Her and Dakota Kai talk and still De- she doesn't know where Dakota Kai stands. Yeah. So I, we're going to have something on that element. I think that whole thing with uh... – with her, oh, I was attacked backstage. I think yeah. that's just building up to her not actually being hurt and turning on Bailey. But oh yeah, I mean, she was great. Uh, what was that? Um, what was it? War Games? I forget what it was when NXT when she mm-hmm. Dakota Kai super kicked. What's her name? It was great. It was great. I remember filming that. Um, oh, well, who was it? Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. I think she super kicked or somebody really knocked her out. Um, what's what's the match where they're in the cage and they get released? Yeah, War Games. Okay, so that match, I I think it was NXT. Dakota Kai super kicked her, uh, her own own team. That's when she turned, and it was like, okay, that was was a good storyline there. But, yeah, Dakota Kai can play that. I'm on your side. I'm trying to get on your side. Now that I'm on your side, she'll turn. She's really good at that. So, yeah, you're probably right with the Bailey aspect of it all because, again, Bailey's already been there. She's already been champion. Who else is in the – who else in the mix could you put in there, you know? I mean, I know it's too early for Tiffany Stratton, but we're talking about WrestleMania. And, uh, you know, Bailey's got, they got six weeks to promote this EO Sky thing with her. So 
you know, what do you do? You need you need that sub storyline. I think Dakota Kai is obviously gave you that sub uh, sub storyline for that. So. Yeah, you got to have something. Yeah. All right, I think we talked enough, Dan. What do you think? I think we did. I, this is a great, great time. Um, you know, I'm I'm glad we uh, glad we. I was thinking maybe an hour. I'm glad we went over because we did have a lot to say. And yeah. you know, I, hell, I probably had more fun talking to you than I did watching the show tonight. But I, no shit, I, I hear you. That was great talking to you too as well. Uh, real quickly, you're on tonight. You guys are doing a, another follow-up recap. To the I, recap, right? I, I, as of now, I yeah. will not be on the evening okay. show, but. Um, yeah. There's and hopefully, I mean, we still got the press conference. Uh, there's backstage news, so yeah, there's exactly. there, a lot of stuff's going to come out between now and the evening show. These guys are going to have a lot of good stuff to talk about, yeah. so check them out. That's going to right now. I don't, I, I won't be there, but you never know. Plans can change. I might, I might show up with the briefcase and take Benny's spot or something. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. And of course, uh, you know, the press conference and the the backstage news will make more of news than the actual pay per view, which is kind of sad. Um, I'm sure the press didn't reveal anything uh, that we haven't heard already. I'll, I'm going to watch it, of course, to see if whatever was asked. But it's you know those guys are the people in the uh, audience are plants. Uh, the questions that you know it's just like Joe Biden. The questions have already predetermined and all that stuff. So yeah, I've always um, I, I, at least WWE. It's it's guys that look, guys and girls that look real. It always humors me with the AEW press conference when they're like, uh, "You sir," and the and the guy yeah. stands up and he's like, "Yeah, uh, Tony, um, uh, I'm I'm John Smith from John's Wrestling Blog.com. Like, how the yeah. how the hell did half of you get press passes? Yeah, no know? shit. Yeah, I got a press pass from AEW. I get their the things. I don't go to it, but. Um, you know, it is what it is. Man, yeah. Standards must be really low then. Yeah. The, yeah, there you go. The AEW, uh, the WWE, I think, you know, Nick Hausman, all those guys, they're all from the dirt sheets. They're there, but I think really that they tell them beforehand, uh, what questions you can ask and so forth. I think they're just predetermined in that aspect. I know last month or the last one we got when the, uh, lawsuit a bombshell happened. They did ask triple H, but I think they expected that, or they at least said, okay, you ask it. One question and that's it. Nobody talk about it again, right. which kind of happened because that was the news of the day, even though the rock and everybody came back and, you know, I, so I think the presser, this presser here is not going to reveal anything. We're going to get numbers from triple H. Like we always do. It was a sellout, you know, X amount of merchandise sold X amount of money generated, you know, that type of thing. Cause we always get that. He's the businessman. He'll put his glasses on. Yeah. Be like this gonna be like oh, it was an excellent show tonight. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, I, um, I don't know what people expect. He's not gonna come out and be like, "Well, that was garbage," and someone's fired because we suck. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. And of course, you know, you get Cody Rhodes coming out. Oh, you called out the Rock. You're gonna have a match. You know, that's something they can do within six weeks to, to hype it up. But I don't see them fighting. I think they're in this together. I think they're in cahoots together. I think this is Mike Tyson all over again. The hug at the very beginning of all this with them two. He, you know, The Rock said, we got this. Let me take it from here. And that's what's happening. You know, that's just my guess. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, it was a great show. Um, those of you tuning in on the chat, thank you very much for uh, waking up with us and so forth. I know it's early. It's early here in Iowa. Uh, I want to thank everybody in the chat again and enjoy your Saturday. There is a recap show coming up later tonight. I want to say it's around 738 o'clock. They'll have additional information if to, if anything has come out of this. We are live after the pre-show. They're going to be live. So you can enjoy uh, SO Benny will be there. The player, uh, Phil Cesare will be there. So tune in for that. And once again, I want to thank everybody else for tuning in. 
Uh, it's been a great show. So, um, you know, thank you so much for watching everything, guys. I appreciate it. So enjoy your evening. Let me get my closing here. It's going to be a weird closing anyways, but uh, we'll see you guys next time. Tune in tonight. I'm Joe Lowry. Thanks, Dan. Absolutely. Take care, everybody. All right. What a day.